Welcome to Scaling Up H2O, the industrial water treater's place to celebrate Industrial Water Treatment Week. Hello, Scaling Up Nation, Trace Blackmore here, and I, of course, am celebrating Industrial Water Week right along with you, and today is October 10th, Wastewater Tuesday. Of course, wastewater is the water that is exited at the end of a particular process, and something normally has to be done with that so it can meet up with other water to be cleaned up and then put back in our water system. Many of us practice wastewater, but a lot of us don't. On episodes 78 and 79, I had Kevin Cope on Scaling Up H2O, and he did a superb job of telling us what wastewater treatment is. Since that show aired, actually there were two shows, since those two shows aired, I have received a lot of positive feedback where people that just did not understand wastewater now have a grasp of what it is. And folks, when you start to understand a topic, you are now able to start learning more about it. Water treatment is the easiest industry that I can think of where we can learn something new each and every day. So one of the great things to do as you're celebrating Industrial Water Week is to learn something new. Well, as we're celebrating Industrial Water Week, here is Kevin Cope to talk to us a little bit from the AWT 2019 convention. Well, Nation, we're celebrating Industrial Water Week, and today is Waste Water Day. And I am here at the AWT conference. Of course, we're recording this earlier. We're going to play it back on the actual day. But I have found Kevin Cope, godfather of wastewater treatment. How are you, sir? Never better, Trace. Never better. Kevin, how are you celebrating Industrial Water Week and specifically Wastewater Day? Well, I can speak to the whole week, and I'll tell you what's going on. You guys might not be aware of this, and may not happen, but I've been working with James McDonald to come up with some new graphics potentially for each one of the days. Kind of, uh, well, I, I don't want to give it away and he may not, you know, use them, but, you know, different ideas to show what, what uh, pre-treatment would look like and what wastewater would look like. And so we're working with him on that, you know, focusing on doing that. So that's kind of the way I'm celebrating it. Uh, maybe did a few uh, superheroes and uh, we'll see what James finally decides on, but we're in the, kind of the early stages of working on that. Well, very cool. And of course, James McDonald, we have to thank because he created Industrial Water Week. And I'm going to tell you, there's been a huge buzz since episodes 78 and 79 came out. The Scaling Up Nation loves you. You did such a great job explaining what wastewater is. I mean, you just painted a picture when we were driving up to the account. Everybody was able to relate with what you were saying. You did such a fantastic job with that. So I don't think we should sell the audience short today. What are some other tips that you might have when it comes to wastewater? Well, I mean, it really is a, a, a growing area for everyone. I mean, you know, we're seeing a lot of regulations being, being harder and harder. I, you know, I would focus in on things like metals precipitation. You know, we're seeing a lot of uh, need in that area. You know, the restrictions are getting... Getting, getting much more tighter. A lot of the new products are out there that make it a little easier for, um, you know, doing metal precipitation. That's a biggie. Um, you know, some of the other things, uh, you know, a lot of doing a lot of work with oil removal. What are some of the regulations if you're taking, you know, uh, like a food grade oil or at a food plant? 
making sure that the products you're using are correct, can have grass approval, um, things along this line. So those are probably the two big areas. Uh, seeing a little bit of RO right now, but primarily I think the metals is really one of the biggest focused areas. All right, now I've got to know your funniest wastewater story. Did we do this on the episode last time? We did not, we did not. We, uh, we maybe we did. I, 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 this is the only one that it's, I've been doing this for 41 years, and I always make the comment that you can, every plant is the same, with the exception of one. And it was at a railroad in Norfolk, West Virginia. And I got down there, and there were, if you can picture, eight sand filters, open-top sand filters, and down, and four on either side, and down the center was a conveyor belt that was about a foot off the sand filter on one end, and about seven, eight feet off the uh, top of the filter on the other end. And they would put the water in and the water would percolate down through the sand filters and it would leave an oily waste on the top. And then the operators had to go in with shovels and dig the oil off the top of these sand filters. And it was a gooey mess. And they would take these shovels, and I'm doing it with my hands, take these shovels and put the oil up on this conveyor belt, right? So I make the comment, at the very last one, now it's like seven, eight feet off the off the top of the thing. I said, what are you gonna hire the Lakers to come and clean these ones out? To this day, it was the craziest application. I, I've never seen anything remotely close to that. And it turned out that the guy who designed it was not very happy with the company and was, re, was resigning and retiring, and he designed this plant. It was a mess, it was a mess. It didn't even last three months, they tore it out and start all over. So yeah, that's a true story. And to this day, it's still the funniest application I've ever seen. Well, and speaking of this day, this day is actually your birthday, so happy birthday. Well, it, it's the day we're interviewing and not, the, not during water. Well, thank you very much. So, Well, thanks so much for talking with us, and uh, I'm sure we're going to be hearing more from you on Scaling Up H2O. Appreciate it. Hey, have a great day, Trace. Nation, AWT recognizes people in the industry that have contributed in one way or another with awards. And one of the awards that is given out every year is AWT recognizes the supplier of the year. And the supplier of the year this year is Matt Farigi of HC Info. Nation, I'm here with award winner Matt Farigi of HC Info. Matt, you just accepted the Supplier of the Year Award for AWT last night. Tell us a little bit about that award. Well, for our whole team, we were really happy about it. The award, of course, was not just for me. It was for all of HC Info, and we have a team of about 10 people. We're still small, but everybody has, has uh, contributed so much to it. And honestly, AWT members themselves have helped us a lot, not just in using the software, but so many of them have taken the time to give us really thoughtful recommendations about add this to it or, or make a change to it. And we've implemented almost all of those recommendations. So I felt like it was a real, um, like a, a lot of folks participated in it. Well, I want to let you know that so many people in the Scaling Up Nation have contacted me and said how much your episode has helped them understand that it's not this huge task that is unmanageable. If you truly know what you're looking for, it is manageable. So thank you for helping the Scaling Up Nation with that. Thank you, Trace. Well, Matt, of course, was a guest on Scaling Up H2O. He was episode 83, where he was talking about legionellosis prevention plans. 
As I mentioned earlier this week, one of the activities that's at the Association of Water Technologies is the Young Professional Happy Hour. So here's another person that I interviewed during that time. Pat Manning, you're here at the Young Professional Happy Hour. You were on the Young Professionals Council that we just did a seminar with. What'd you think about that and what'd you get from it? Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. That was my little 15 seconds of fame, I guess, with uh, AWT and being my first conference, uh, just getting the exposure and taking it all in. It's been a lot of fun for me. Surround a lot of knowledge, so uh, I enjoyed it. Hopefully, people that were there got something out of our responses and can kind of get into the way our minds are working, being the younger uh, generation that's entering the industry. So. so what advice do you have for somebody that's listening that is younger and maybe this is the first time that they're coming to a convention or they're thinking about coming next year? Yeah, uh, use your resources, put yourself out there, go shake hands. You know, they, everybody around here wants to share their knowledge and that's pretty obvious. So. Um, just go out, shake hands, say hi, introduce yourself, and don't be scared to talk to somebody and pick their brain, you know, while you're here. So I, I'm learning as much as I can while I'm here. So That is great advice. Now, what are you going to do to celebrate Industrial Water Week? I'm going to be uh, servicing all my accounts and enjoying it. So I, I don't know if I'll be doing anything in particular, but just taking care of customers. So. Right, maybe listen to some Scaling Up episodes. <laughs> Definitely. There you go. I always enjoy that. You get a lot of glass time in the job. So having the podcast is great. So, yeah. Well, awesome. Thanks for chatting with us. Yeah, no problem. Folks, I got to tell you, I was so flattered when I spoke with Pat. Pat has done work with some major league baseball teams, and he told me that he was more excited to meet me than some of these major league baseball players. So, Pat, you obviously don't have your priorities in order, but I really appreciate you saying that. And it was really good getting to know you. And Pat was on a panel that the young professionals had to help other people in the industry understand the millennial mindset. And that was headed up by Michelle Farmery, who you will hear from tomorrow. But I just love that the Association of Water Technologies tries to find an issue that we're all dealing with out there and then try to find a way to connect people to talk through the solution. Also at this happy hour, I ran into my friend Ty Thomas. I just found my buddy Ty Thomas with Steam Co. Ty, you and I see each other every week. We go to the same church. I know. It's pretty crazy. And now we're seeing each other here in Palm Springs. This isn't your first convention. What are some of the things that you're seeing? Uh, Well, I'm seeing a lot more young people, which is good. So uh, obviously the Legionella talk has picked up. So uh, really excited about that. Learned a lot on the Legionella side of things and uh, water management plans. So that's what I'm most excited about. Now, what are some of the common things you're hearing people talk about here as you're walking about the convention? I mean, the, the AWT has expanded so much. So, you know, the training aspect of things has gotten so much better. The classes, you know, I hadn't been to one in a few years. So I feel like the classes have uh, developed a lot a lot more. You know, and, the math portion is pretty good. Yeah, the math portion, you know, yeah, long division is good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so long division is not really my thing. Thank God for calculators, Trace. So, but, yeah, so, but I've really enjoyed just uh, mixing it up with these young professionals, honestly, you know. So I feel like I'm still young in the industry. And, uh Love just seeing these guys and some guys I hadn't seen in a long time. So I'm excited to see them and bounce things off of them. So, yeah, most people I speak with say that the networking is the biggest part about being here. Oh, no question. We have a company and I get to ask these guys, you know, about hiring 
that's probably the biggest thing we struggle with. So uh, hiring, training these guys. So because I mean, being a small company, training can be tough sometimes. So and just where they're finding their uh, their workforce at is a huge uh, advantage and getting these guys' opinions and how they do it and it's great. Ty, now I want to know how are you going to be celebrating Industrial Water Week? I think I'll probably you know try and take my guys out to maybe do an outing, you know maybe Top Golf or something like that, just to show that we appreciate them and that uh, it's a big deal. So you know we appreciate you know you and James McDonald creating this week for us. Oh, it was all James. It was all James. I had nothing to do with all it. All James. So we appreciate that and uh, you know give us a little recognition because we like we're pretty humble in the water treatment industry. A sarcasm. <laughs> you to Always good talking with you. Yeah, I appreciate it, Trace. Folks, I know I've told you the story of an individual that called me and said that they never talked to anybody that they considered competition. And because of this show, they now befriended somebody that lives close to them and they are now good friends and they understand the same issues that they are going through. Well, folks, Ty lives right down the street from me. We compete with each other, but we are friends. So there, right there, there is evidence that that can happen. And as you found out in this episode, Ty and I attend the same church. So we, uh, we come above the fact that we are in competition. We realize that we are in the same industry and working together, we can make that industry better. The next person that I spoke with is one of my best friends. His name is Mark Lewis. I know you've heard me speak about him on the podcast. In fact, he had his own episodes, two in fact, episodes 31 and 34. Mark has been extremely supportive in this podcast. I throw a lot of ideas that I have to him and he helps me figure out the best way to do things. And Mark and I met in Palm Springs, I don't know how many years ago, when we were in Palm Springs three times ago. So that would have been 2004, I believe. That was when I met Mark Lewis. I told you on an earlier episode that Jay Farmery and I had us doing some work together, and uh, Mark and I met from that. Since that time, uh, Mark and I have become great friends, and here is Mark Lewis. Mark Lewis, CWT, how are you celebrating Industrial Water Week? I'm going to celebrate with a cocktail. Can you say that? I did. Or you just did. So something that everybody in the Scaling Up Nation needs to know, a tip from Mark Lewis. What do you have? Well, I would say just because you get a number, it's got to be a number that you can believe in and accept. Whatever you do, don't just run a test and say that's the number because that's the number it is. So trust but verify. All right. So know that why you're running the test and then know what the test is telling you after you run it. Absolutely. Thanks, Mark. And of course, if you know Mark Lewis, you know he is ready to come back on Scaling Up H2O. So he and I are working on a few things that he is going to come back on the show for. So look forward to that upcoming episode. 
Folks, I had so many wonderful people come up to me and let me know that this show meant something to them. I am so appreciative for that. As I've said before, I am just in front of a microphone in my studio here in Atlanta, Georgia. But when the thousands of people that I hear from come up to me and say that they really enjoy this show, that makes me know that this show is worthwhile and what I'm doing is making a difference. So I really appreciate everybody that has told me that and everybody that has given me something to do a show about or interview because that keeps it going. As you know, I am always scared that I am going to run out of material. We're over a hundred episodes in, and thankfully that has not happened yet, but it hasn't happened yet because of the fine people out there in the Scaling Up Nation. Now, the next person I'm gonna tell you about, she wouldn't interview with me. She was a little shy, but she told me she absolutely loved Scaling Up H2O. She said it was one of her favorite things to do each and every week to listen to the podcast, and when she came up to me and introduced herself, she told me that she had no idea that I was so tall. Now, I'm 6'4", and when she told me she had no idea that I was so tall, I asked her, do I sound shorter on the podcast? And she really didn't know what to do with that comment. But we had a nice conversation. And folks, just thanks again for listening to the show. And if you do want to do me a favor... I know there are so many other industrial water treaters out there that don't know that we have a podcast that is just for us. Just like there are people out there that don't know that we have a holiday just for the industrial water treater. So I would love it if you could share the message that we do have a podcast, we do have a holiday, and let people know how they can download that and get scaling up to them each and every week. Well, now we have a few more interviews that I did at the AWT convention, so I hope you enjoy those. So I'm walking through the exhibit hall. I just found Tom Cass of Aqua Laboratories. Tom, you listen to Scaling Up H2O, and you're also celebrating Industrial Water Week. So one thing I want to know is why you like Scaling Up H2O so much, and then also what are you doing to celebrate Industrial Water Week? Well, first, scaling up H2O is so phenomenal because we spend a lot of time in the car. And uh, actually, I dropped off my daughter recently at college in Pennsylvania. And I had a six-hour ride back, and I listened to three podcasts on the way back. And just, you know, the ride went quick. And boy, my knowledge was so much more. So great experience, and uh, keep them coming. Well, I appreciate that. And what about Industrial Water Week? Well, you know, it's just an important part of, you know, celebrating our industry. And I think it's having these milestones about Industrial Water Week is a, you know, it's just a great way to, to celebrate what we do as an industry. Awesome. Well, thanks for chatting with us. You're welcome. I'm here with Doug Frazza of Qualicum, and you guys are exhibiting here at the 2019 AWT conference. I'm curious, what are some of the things that you're telling the members that are coming through your booth? Well, Trace, most of the things that uh, we're looking at is one of our great expansions here. We have uh, several plants on the East Coast. Now we're expanding to the West Coast just outside of Reno, Nevada. And uh, we think we're going to be able to bring uh, a lot of quality blending um, to the industry out here and technical support. So we're really excited. The show's been excellent for us. Uh, a lot of good uh, qualified uh, people that want to talk to us and, and uh, you know, partner with us to, to expand their, their reach. Well, awesome. We appreciate you sharing that with the Scaling Up Nation. Well, thank you. 
I'm here with Mark Peabody of Peabody Engineering, and you've got a lot of cool new things that you're offering this year. Tell us about them. Yeah, we sure do. Thanks for coming by. Absolutely. Uh, uh, we, uh, we try to stay ahead of the curve on new innovations, and every year we come out with some new products, keep people excited about what we have to offer. So this year we came out with a new pump enclosure. It's the PCS Plus. It's a two-pump enclosure that you can install uh, a couple of pumps, a controller, and all of your piping in one secured uh, and closed deal that's going to save you from the weather and uh, keep your pump secure and also gives you the spill containment. We're also introducing our new uh, ultrasonic level sensor that is programmed uh, on the circuit board for all of our tanks. So it automatically calibrates from a menu for every tank. So no math. No math. You don't have to be a rocket scientist. You just select the tank and it, it does the rest of the work for you. Well, so. awesome. I'm curious, what are some of the questions, what are some of the comments that you're getting from people as they're walking by your booth? Well, people that come by normally have positive things to say. They like our innovation, uh, the fact that we respond to the, the market requirements. You know, the, the best thing about the trade shows is people come and they tell us what the pain points are. And it's our passion to identify those pain points and to devise solutions for those. So that's what our focus is every year. And We've already got some great ideas from this show for what we're going to introduce next year. I love that you guys do that. Mark, everybody wants to know how you are going to celebrate Industrial Water Treatment Week. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get some ultra-pure water and make some wonderful ice cubes. And I'm going to mix some really amazing adult beverages, and I'm going to cheer with my friends. Well, there you go. To each his own. That sounds like a great way to celebrate. Thanks so much for chatting with us. All righty. Thank you, Trace. Scaling Up Nation, I'm here with Lori McPherson of Walkem. Lori, this is a beautiful booth. You're showing a whole bunch of cool stuff. Tell the nation what you're showing them. Well, we've got a new enterprise server application that's included for free when you get our controllers that gives you a beautiful dashboard setup that's easy to put in your customers and their facilities and their controllers so that they can send alarms that can be acknowledged. If they're not acknowledged, they can escalate up and... You can look at it and drill down into the data, look at what it's done for the last day or week or three months if you want to. So it's a nice, clean server application that lets you view all your controllers, see what's in alarm, and drill into the data when you need to see what's causing the alarm, connect through to the controllers if necessary. And it's just a nice, clean look for getting a overview of everything going on in your territory. Well, there you go. Making the information that we already have easier to retrieve and do something with. Now, the question everybody wants to know is how are you going to be celebrating Industrial Water Week? I will be calling on customers to talk about treating their industrial water with Walchem controllers. There you go. Great answer. Thanks for chatting with us, Lori. All righty. So Charlie Heineman is right here with me. We are celebrating Industrial Water Week, and I want to know how you got involved in industrial water treatment. I basically went to a recruiter, and they told me about Nalco, and I started working for them in 1975. And how have things changed since 1975 to 2019? Well, I retired from Nalco, and now I own my own company. And now we've been uh, precision water for 18 years, so enjoy it. Starting to back out a little bit now that my son's working for me, but uh, eventually someday I'll retire. So. Well, always good talking with you, Charlie. Thank you. I just stopped by the Lumen Ultra booth, and I'm here with Sean Watkins. Sean, what are you showing to the AWT audience? So typically we're the ATP company, um, but as of last year we've acquired a company that uh, does specializes in QPCR. They were called Instant Labs. 
So we've taken their, their background in food safety and brought it into the industrial sector. So what we've got is a new qPCR device that's uh, targeting, I guess for AWT, Legionella pneumophila and Legionella species would be the big targets. But we have a number of other targets and a device that can do multiple samples at the same time. So we're promoting field kits um, where you can do the test on site, or we can supply your lab to allow you to do high throughput testing at a home base. And we've got sample preservation kits here as well. So if your field wants to ship samples into your central lab, we can preserve the DNA so that it won't change during shipping. Well, very cool. Thanks for sharing that with us. No problem. Nation, it's hard to believe that Industrial Water Week is almost over. We're just ending up our Thursday episode. That means we have one episode left. So join me tomorrow when we are going to be celebrating Careers Friday. 